You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying, I think that it might be a better fit for me if I were to go down there. Because I don't even a, see how that would be a possibility. Hey, no, I mean, judging by what the weather has been here, I now realize, you know, it's been about a week that this could be the right the right fit for me. I mean, I could wear shirts. I can have them unbuttoned, which is my preference. I can wear a mustache. It's nobody it else's be preference, norm- but your own. Nobody, nobody wants to see you walking it'd around be like, with an unbuttoned it'd, shirt. It'd be a classic look. A classic look. It's not look. classic. No, it's classic. It's sloppy and weird. Maybe classy a little bit, too, for no, down there. No, nothing beginning with class. I think it's where I belong. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found and thank you for finding us got a ton of stuff to get to today but I do want to say this a big thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link oh because goodness. that is the best way to do your shopping it sure is I mean you have, a, you have a few days till Christmas if you do celebrate Christmas I mean you might as well just go to funemploymentradio.com click on that Amazon link and uh, get your holiday shopping all done that was the secret uh, the secret wink and the mm. yeah I didn't really do the wink I was kind of lazy I just kind of did the the wink's important. I think the wink's important if you're going to do a click. Yeah, but it's only because you in here, just... and I'm not going to be winking at you. And then, I mean, the full-on thing is the wink and then the finger gun, like, <laughs> you got to whistle in at the end. Nobody's like, ever that's the like whole, that. That's the whole gamut, but you don't necessarily always have to go that far with it, but there are different things. But anyway, we're winking at you to let don't. you know about going we're to Radio.com. And clicking on the Amazon Nobody's link. winking at you. We're so sorry. Best way to shop. Very, <laughs> all right. Very creepy. So, uh, so if you're if you're familiar uh, with what's going on in Portland right now, we've had a snow apocalypse, which means about like two inches of snow. Oh my gosh! Over the last over the last week or so, and the entire country, if not the world, well, I mean, the world might be having like different problems to focus on. But every article I'm seeing is like Portland, Oregon, shut down. You know, cars abandoned in the streets, uh-huh. children stranded on school buses. Oh yeah, all because true. of the monumental one inch of snow. Yeah, <laughs> no, that is enough to shut down this entire <laughs> city for days, for days and days. I mean, I haven't driven over that. This is the first time I drove today in like three or four days, but that's because I know my truck sucks in it. So I'm like, well, I'm just not going to add to the problem. Uh, but sometimes you do have to drive. But regardless, it is hilarious how much it shuts the city down. But this is coming on the hands on the, on the heels of being, you know, less than a week away from when Sarah and I went to Hawaii, which you can follow all of that, all of our adventures that were there on our YouTube channel, Fun Employment Radio. And then uh, we put out a bunch of different podcasts talking about it and different tours and things that we went on just as kind of a guide to Kauai where we were. And now that I'm back, now that I'm here in this cold weather, I'm realizing I think that's where I belong. I think I may belong on a tropical island. I mean, I think the classy, like a, a classic tropical island guy would be a great fit for me. Well, like Tom about, Selleck? You, you fancy yes. yourself to be a Tom Selleck type. I'm kind of a Tom Selleck type. You're really you know? not. You I have think some like, so. weird chest hair going on, but other than that, like... If I grew a mustache out, I think I could be a dead ringer. But no, so I don't if even I... know if you can actually grow facial hair anymore. It's been so long. I can grow facial hair. I just don't... I can't because of my other side jobs. They want me <laughs> okay. clean shaven. But I, I could grow a solid mustache. I've had a mustache before in my life. Now, it didn't go over that well. I... I Wore one once for like three days, and I was mercilessly made fun of for it. So I decided that maybe that wasn't maybe that wasn't the best route for me no. to go down. Mm-mm. But now, though, I think I could bring it back because everything comes back in circle. I could move to the island, like some just random tropical island, doesn't matter where. Okay, I wear my shirts unbuttoned, which is going to be key 
because I always wear them unbuttoned. I wear grow the mustache. Thank God you didn't when we were in Hawaii. Like I remember when I first met you years and years ago. I remember vividly when Greg and I like we were friends. Like we kind of worked together. Like we didn't. I didn't don't know him as well as I do now. But I remember seeing him at a soapbox derby years and years and years ago. What? And he came and he was resplendent in like this white flowy unbuttoned shirt. I remember thinking it was like the tackiest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, what? Is he wearing? It is not tacky. I Just because somebody that. doesn't dress the same way as you do does not mean it's tacky. It is classy. It's classy. No, but you were like, I've got a little bit hiked more up of a the European hill and you were flair. a little sweaty and like it was billowing behind you. Well, I may have been sweaty because I was falling down probably the hill when I was coming mm. up there. But I'm no. just saying, I've never seen you successfully pull off an unbuttoned flowy shirt and make it look cool. Oh, I'm bringing it back then. That's all I'm going to be wearing. It was never from there to on. begin with. That is all I'm going to be wearing. I'm, I, it's, it's a European style. When I'm over in Europe, I look great. I fit in just fine. Okay, maybe here people here aren't sophisticated enough to understand my style, but I think it would work in a tropical island where I can wear my shirts unbuttoned all the time and have them a little billowy. You know, I've said if it were if it were socially acceptable to wear a cape, I would definitely wear a cape. I would be a cape guy in a second. Uh, but I understand, you know, not everybody's as advanced as my views on capes, so I can't do that. But going to a co- tropical island and wearing my shirt unbuttoned, and then uh, and then growing a mustache, Why and then would you I need do to get... that to other people. No, because that's what you do down there. I'd be like, oh, that's the tropical guy. That's Greg. And then on top of that, I would, I would also, you know, have to get one of those planes with like the pontoon, like a water plane. So I'd have to learn how to fly one of those because that's what the cool guys do in all the '80s movies. You know, you should probably start with that because that's probably the most complicated thing. You can find hideous unbuttoned shirts. Anywhere you go, and like stained cargo shorts. But in order to get a pilot's license, I think you probably have to put some more work into that. Definitely cargo shorts. Mm. No, I mean, I th- I think if I got the uh, you know the water plane because in any classic '80s tropical guy thing, you have to fly a water plane. I wouldn't be the like you know smuggling drugs kind of guy. I'd be the like, oh, we take it out, and then you know a lot of slow shots of me flying it over like inlets and stuff, and then I'm flying down at my buddy's mansion across the. Uh, Cross the way on the other island, you know, because I come friends with all those people. And then because of that, I get invited to like the fancy parties. And so I go to the fancy parties. And then I'm still the guy that wears my shirt unbuttoned, though, because I'm just like, hey, that's tropical Greg. That's what you would do down here. You know, this that's just how he is. You adapt to his okay, way. That's enough. He doesn't adapt to you. And then I drink a lot of like rum and stuff like that. I'll have to get used to liking rum. I'm not really a rum guy, but I'll, I'll do it down there because that's what I have to oh, do. Oh, Greg, the sacrifices you're already making for yeah. your fake life that's never going to happen. Maybe a hat, when the, you know, one of the circular hats that I wear every now and then if it's like a little bit. If what it's kind of hat? Like one bit. of the ones like Scott Daly bought, like an island hat, like all cloth? Yeah, maybe or, an island hat every now and then. Or like more then. of like a fedora? Not necessarily a fedora. You kind of want a fedora. No. <gasps> Greg, you know what we could call you? Hmm. Fedora the Explorer. No. No. That is absolutely not going to be the name of... If it. you're going to be in a tropical explorer, you have to be Fedora the Explorer. I think somebody would want to make a reality show out of my incredible life that I'm creating I'm pretty for Pretty sure they wouldn't. It would just be kind of sad. I mean, there would be need, a lot of commercial breaks. I'd need a Ferrari for one. Uh, I definitely need a Ferrari. I need a very nice place on the beach. I have to have some place to bring back my lady friends and my guests, you know, for my beach parties. Because I'm known for my beach parties. That's going to be another thing that I'll be known You don't for. even have actual parties here. Yeah, but down there I will. Down All of a sudden, you'll be a party guy? Yeah, I'll be a party guy. Like, I have, like, parties, because I have, like, a big patio that overlooks the ocean. And so, we have a party thing, and then I got my, I'll have my buddy, like, 
I don't know, Ted, who comes over and he's the grill master and he always grills up stuff for everybody. And I'll have my buddy, the bartender, who hangs out. And then I just kind of lounge and I entertain people. And this is a great life for me. <laughs> Nibbles in the chat says, well, Greg pictures himself more as a Magnum PI type. I picture him more as Ace Ventura. <laughs> That's exactly nailed it. No, no, no. It's not. It's going it's to be more of a Magnum PI kind of look. But either way, you know, I'll have this fancy place. They can film. They can film me for part of it, and then, uh, and then, yeah, you have a pontoon plane that I fly around. All right, that's again, gonna be you're another just gonna key. have to discard the pontoon plane thing because that's. I just want not a water plane, happen. but that's that's like the cool. That's the. Do you kicker. know how expensive those are? But that's the thing. Well, spare no expense. I mean, that's the thing that puts me above the other tropical guys. You know, because you can just somebody sell else that is going to try to do this. house of yours and buy a you know completely practical pontoon plane oh, man, that you don't know how to fly. I could have some competition for this. There may be other people that are pining for the '80s tropical guy look. Yeah, you know, the white white guy goes to the tropics. Like that's that's me. I and think so, most guys are. All you're talking about is putting on a Hawaiian shirt. I'm buttoned, growing a mustache. Key because a lot of people can't grow a mustache. I can. I can get a mustache going, and so. I, yeah, like I said. Oh, I've, good for you, Greg. Way to brag about it. Well, not trying to brag, just is what it is. So, and then, and then I'll have, uh, you know, yeah, my pontoon. Yeah, what else do I need? Oh, yeah, my rich friends. I have to have those people because I'll know like the all the other eccentric people that own mansions down there, and so then I go to their places sometimes. Yeah, this is all going to work out really well. I think tropical Greg is the thing that needs to happen. I, I think this is just, it's the right step. It's a step in the it's right step direction in the right for direction. me. Cargo shorts. All I own are cargo shorts, white tennis shoes, uh, oh, gross. unbuttoned shirts. And, uh, well, not gro- white tennis shoes few- are gross, but when you wear them, they just get totally dirty because you like drag your feet. and. That's why I'll have lots of different ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll have my like dress, white shoes, and then I'll have my white shoes that I wear on the beach. And then I'll have, uh, you know, different kinds of white shoes for different things. And then my flying white shoes from when I fly my pontoon. Our pal Keelan in the chat says, why is it uh, that old white guys all dress the same? They, are they all like Greg where they all think that they're the guy? <laughs> yeah, you got to be the guy. So there's going to be competition. You know, my dad wears Hawaiian shirts, right? Yeah, but I'm going to be in the tropical. When you're on the tropics, it's different. Like, that's that's cool there. It's it's hip there. And, you know, everything's circular. So all this 80s kind of look, that's going to come back. And I just got to get down there and do it before my competition gets down there. So I have to get established before they do. So, I mean, we're talking, this is like a five, ten year plan here of to, to become Tropics guy. So I've got to really get, get my foothold in there. I think I can accelerate that a bit once I get down there and once I grow the mustache, that'll help tremendously. And then everybody in the island will know me. Oh my God, are you still me. talking about this? I'll drive around my Ferrari and be like, hey, what's up, Greg? I'm like, hey, how's it going? I think the first thing you need to have to make this fantasy world come true is m- money. Well, that's, that's. Okay. I think you can afford a couple. Like I know that you've reworn your Weird Al costume, like Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, in that'll Hawaii be one of my because, Yeah, because you actually that was your Halloween costume, and then you're actually wearing it now well, as a normal shirt. The important part is coming up. You know a, that that's a weird transition, right? That you've actually you've taken a costume that you made for Halloween, and now you've transitioned it into your wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I just wanted to make sure. That I think the important part is look. A, I have the plan. That's number one. B, money. Some I'll get the money somehow. C. Tropic guy. It'll be it'll be me. And that'll be me. And I'll live on down the island. People can come visit me, you know, every week, like somebody else can come in and visit, stay in my guest house. It's gonna be pretty fun. But don't forget about my epic parties that happen once a month. Oh, gosh, Everybody knows the worst about parties. About Tropic Craig's. My parties would be awesome. What are you talking about? It would be like I said, I'd have, you know, Ted the barbecue guy. I'd have uh, Bill mix and drink. Somebody would accidentally take one of your beers and you'd hold a grudge against them for like eight years. Oh wait, you're already doing that. 
Well, that's a whole separate side story of something that we can Greg talk about. Greg holds grudges. Okay. If, <laughs> if you want to talk about that, uh, we, can, we, can, we can talk about that. That's something completely different, though. It is. I swear, if you had a party and someone took one of your fancy beers. That is different. That one thing, the 1.0001% reference that you're making there is something completely different. That's a... Th- if you, if you want to go into that, we can go into that, but I don't no, think I'm it's just saying make you're not like right the loosey goosey party guy. Uh, yeah, but I you'd will be down there. You'd be afraid people are breaking things or, you know, well, they the, can't break anything. that the sink is going to get clogged. Well, if the sink gets clogged, yeah, you'd well, yeah, never be able to relax because you'd always just be freaking out. Like, you you just, you're not that kind of person. I am the tropics party guy, though. Down there, you're I would not. be different. Down there, I'd be, it'd be like, hey, man, come out and hang out. I just sitting here with my mustache drinking rum because that's what I have to drink now. And so I, I drink my rum. Even though I secretly don't like it that much, and then uh, and then uh, with my with my mustache, you know, and people, yeah, they don't wear their shoes inside. Okay, that's that's one rule that they would have to establish. Also, uh, you clean up your own plates at the house. I'm not cleaning up your stuff for you. There's also a recycling bin that you got to put your own. This sounds like the in. best party ever. I mean, Please make sure to not lose my invite in the mail. I pick the music. Uh, let's just say that. Oh God, I it's getting better. It's just getting better. So the music is definitely where. You know, I, I'm in charge. I may let somebody somebody be a guest in charge of the music every now and then. Like they can play, put a guest playlist, but I reserve the right to stop that at any point. If let I don't me like guess, it. it's going to be all Ween and Clutch and Courage. Uh, well, I mean, we do happen to listen to a lot of that. Yeah. No, and then anything with like uh, kettle drums. You know, those will be that'll be a big steel drums. That'll be part of it. Um, I'll definitely have some of that stuff. You know, because that's tropical. Nobody else is allowed to f- allowed to fly my plane. I'm the only one allowed to do that. And only people that I want can be in the plane. So people can kind of compete for that. Nobody rides in my car. Okay, can we just... Uh, but either that? way, though, I think I'm going to be a fun tropics guy. I think this is a good fit for me. You know me. how you can tell the fun tropics guy is he has to keep declaring loudly over and over again that he's the fun tropics guy. Yeah, see, and everywhere I go, I'll be like, that hey, just seems to make it. That's like somebody walking around like, I'm the coolest person in oh, the world. And then or the person who's always like, oh, I don't want any drama in my life. Because you know that that asshole is the one that's creating all the drama in their life. No, and then I'll go around and I'll complain about tourists. You'll be like, ah, tourists, am I right? Coming down here, ruining our island, you know? Our island? Oh, Greg. Yeah. Whatever island it is, I don't know which one yet. Rhode Island? No. Whidbey Island? If anybody has a mansion in the islands you want me to borrow for a little bit, I could test To establish this out. his persona, he'd really... Yeah, it'd help if I just had some you'd really pictures. Be, you'd, you'd be, you know... Even though I went down there and just did some pictures, like a photo shoot, so I have something for my... Uh, you'd really be benefiting from, you know, giving Greg your mansion for a while. Rent-free, of course. And then he doesn't have to clean up after the parties, oh, I always have to tell people stories, though, about my times in the islands, too, because I'll be like, oh, yeah, when I was out spearfishing, you know, a couple summers ago, countered a stingray that just wasn't, wasn't playing ball, if you know what I mean, and so... What does that mean? Nobody knows what that means. What do you mean the stingray wasn't playing ball? So, you know, and there I was with my spear gun. And so what I did is I shot the spear gun out of the water up onto this cliff. And then I um, I wrapped it around the Jesus tail of Christ, the Christ, do you ever stop talking? Stingray. And then I flew up, you know, I climbed up the cliff. And I was like, hey, stingray, this is why you play ball. And then I jumped back in the water and then I undid it because, you know, I was nice about it. It's like, okay. you live this time. Hello, my friends. My stingray story. It needs a little work. I have a horrible stingray story. I would hate stingrays. Are you going to ask me my horrible stingray story? I don't know. Are you going to tell it? No. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world. 
Oh, crazy. Crazy. Greg, my first story is a bit of an update. Now, do you remember, I think it was last month, the beginning of last month, where there was a girl who was claiming that even though she is a virgin and has not had sexual relations, that she, in fact... Is now carrying the baby Jesus inside of her oh, womb. Oh, that's right. Remember this lady? I forgot this about that. Yes. So this girl, she's uh, 19 years old. Her name is Haley. Has been claiming for many months that she indeed is carrying. How many months has this been going on? Uh, she says she's nine months pregnant. Okay, so it's nine about, about time. So her name is Haley. Okay. Uh, so Haley, you know, is still convinced that she is pregnant with the baby Jesus, and she decided to. Go on, where do you go if you think you're pregnant with baby Jesus? Dr. Phil. Oh. Yeah, I decided to go on Dr. Phil to prove to the world that indeed baby Jesus is nesting inside of her. So she was given an ultrasound to show whether or not she was nine months pregnant. Is that the kind of show Dr. Phil is? I always thought they like feigned being a real show. No, I think it's kind of uh, with the absence of like, uh, is Jerry Springer still around? I don't know. I'm assuming. Okay. But is that what Dr. Phil's kind of turned into? It's well, more I mean, of a... Why would it not be? I mean, isn't that what reality shows are? Just all trashy and people screaming at each other and stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's what people want to watch. They don't want to see right. like a civilized conversation. They all be like, that's my baby mama. Yeah. And then you have, yeah. Well, now, so this teenager, 19-year-old Haley, who's uh, impregnated by God himself. Uh, so she had an ultrasound on Dr. Phil to prove... Is she actually pregnant? Whether or not she was nine months pregnant. Okay. Now, uh, she was examined on the Dr. Phil show to prove that she was pregnant with baby Jesus. And that was when she was going to have her first ultrasound. So they had a doctor come in, Dr. Travis Stork, which sounds Are like a made-up name. I know. Travis yeah. Stork. Dr. Travis and he's... Stork. Okay. So Dra- uh, Travis Stork... Performed an ultrasound on Haley on the Dr. Phil show. And the results, Greg? She's not pregnant. Oh, what? It's just a shocker. <laughs> Even though she claims she could still feel the baby Jesus so kicking like, inside of her. Is it just a her. pillow that she's wearing? Like, this is the in-depth no, she's screening like, they do? It's one of those things where people are like a hypochondriac where they can convince themselves a little bit yeah, of but something. Isn't she showing she's, if she's nine months she's pregnant? She's bloating. But, I mean, that's also like a mind over matter a little thing. What? I think she's mentally convincing herself to look. All right, so let me just. No, go. she's got to be wearing a pillow or something. No, but shows just her like stomach. shoving her stomach out. Yeah, maybe shoving her she's stomach like, out. No, I'm so pregnant right so now. So Dr. Travis Stork had to explain the results to Haley, who's still convinced that she's pregnant. As he said, the most notable thing on the ultrasound that we don't see is a baby inside of you. He continued... Um, well, then what's wrong with her? Does she have, like, a tumor or something? Or? All right, so it says the one thing the ultrasound stenographer did notice when uh, was they were putting the probe on your stomach is that you have dilated loops of bowel, which means there's oh, air in no. your intestines. And when she was moving the probe, the little loops move around. So she's ingesting too much air, I think, probably from forcing her stomach out because she's convincing herself that she's pregnant with the baby Jesus. Oh, wow. And so it's like when you feel that you're that something's kicking, it's not something moving. It's just your bowels moving. Gross. So it's just a... It's just her intestines are very feces. bloated because she's been... No, I think her intestines themselves are bloated because she's forcing them out. She's just shoving out her stomach all the time. But despite not seeing a baby in the ultrasound scan, what do you think Haley believes? That she's still pregnant. Haley believes I am still pregnant. I'm not going to deny my baby. I feel him kick all the time. She also added, I'm sorry, Dr. Stork, but you can't lie to Jesus. Oh, boy. So... 
Haley, who sports a real rounded stomach for no apparent reason, has undergone several pregnancy tests and a pelvic exam, which have all come back 100% negative. But uh, the teen is still adamant that she is about to give birth, and she told the Dr. Phil show, I am pregnant, and it is Jesus. Well, she'd like to get a positive pregnancy test. This is something that people do. At Jacksonville, Florida, a Florida woman is now selling her positive pregnancy tests and urine to pay for college. This is something that people do. How does that work? A a Florida woman says she is paying her way through college by selling her positive pregnancy tests and urine on Craigslist. So it offers... um, so it offers these things. So basically, I think it's for the shady reason where you can sh- pretend to be pregnant. That's fucked up. And it's not illegal. So How is that not this. illegal? So what they... It's an ad on the Jacksonville area Craigslist page offers positive pregnancy tests in urine and an absolutely no questions asked type of deal. This <laughs> woman who is three months pregnant is selling the positive tests for $30 each. But on the Craigslist post, it says tra- uh, customers traveling more than 60 miles can get two positive tests for 35. So the Craigslist post reads... That's fucked up. The Craigslist post reads, very self-explanatory. I'm three months pregnant. I'm providing a product in which the consumer is able to purchase positive pregnancy tests for your own use. Whether you're using it for your amusement, such as a prank, or to blackmail the CEO of uh, wherever you're having an affair with, I don't care at all. she wrote that in there? That's illegal. I think it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek. Wow. said, I don't care at all. This is absolutely no questions asked type deal. Uh, tell me what you need. I provide it for you for a monetary exchange. I will not overcharge for the urine test, but I'll not be lowballed either. Do not contact me if you're going to be cheap or difficult. Uh, email me on exchange phone contact due to scammers. I have removed my number. So the woman says, uh, the woman told a Florida news station, which sent an intern uh, to successfully make an undercover purchase from the woman, that she was inspired to start the business while browsing for internet jobs she could perform while at home pregnant. She said when looking on the internet, she saw other women and their experiences and that it's very easy. She makes up to $200 a day. Wait, how many of these is she selling? A lot. So she's just all day long taking pregnancy she's just, tests? She's just buying, I don't know, maybe some like dollar store pregnancy tests. Oh, man, there's so much wrong with this story. Yeah, so the woman says she's using the money to fund her college education. She said, me being in college, working on a bachelor's, and needing all this money to pay for a degree, this was a no-brainer. No, a legal expert said the woman's actions aren't illegal. They fall into a gray area. How is that not a... (sighs) So it says, this is the kind of thing that makes legislators go, we need to pass a law that says you can't do this, because there is no law right now that says you can't do it. There's no laws against selling urine. But there is a law against a buyer seeking fake pregnancy and trying to commit fraud with it. But she's not telling them. She said that she doesn't want anything to do with it, that they can have her urine, and that they pay her money That's, for it. Okay, I mean, there's so much wrong here. One, what about like a health code? Because surely she's not equipped to properly transfer medical, biomedical material. But I don't think it's biomedical material if she's just like peeing on a stick, putting it in a plastic bag, and selling it for 35 bucks. But you said she's selling the urine too, right? Oh, I guess so. So I don't that know. way somebody can full on fake another one? Maybe they're little like Etsy created mason jars with little ribbons on them. But also, who the hell are all these people that she's making $200 a day selling these? That there's that many women out there that are wanting to buy fake pregnancy tests to entrap essentially somebody. Because I, I can't see any other positive reason you would do that. Other than like a medical study, which that's As a not woman, how you go about it. I will say I don't see any positive reason yeah. to purchase anything like yeah. that. Yeah, why would you ever do this? 
God, that is fucked up. Okay. It's a sick world out there. <laughs> well, uh, out of New Jersey, a New Jersey state trooper has been suspended without pay after an internal investigation has found that he was actually pulling over women to ask them out on dates and falsifying police records to cover it up. He would pass women that he thought were attractive on the road and then pull them over, not giving them tickets, but asking them out on dates. Yeah, that seems like an abuse of power. That's an abuse of power. This guy's name is Marquise Prather, 37 years young. He was arrested on records tampering charges and released without bail. Uh, officers say that uh, the state, state police office of professional standards began investigating the trooper after several women began lodging complaints about his behavior on the road. And, um, oh, hang on, that copied twice. Uh, the investigation found a pattern of pulling over young women between the ages of 20 and 35, whew, just nearly escaped that, Greg, <laughs> and soliciting them to go on a date with him or give them or give him uh, their phone numbers. So Ew. he was doing this. That's so fucking that creepy. That is such an abusive. He was accused of turning off his wireless mic during the encounters with the women, uh, with the women and falsely reporting that it had malfunctioned. He's also accused of lying about the gender of motorists he pulled over in state police computer logs to hide the fact he was targeting women. In addition to women who came forward about the uh, complaints, state authorities say that they identified others during the course of the investigation who had been pulled over and gave statements uh, alleging similar conduct. So he now faces uh, charges of third-degree tampering with public records and fourth-degree falsifying or tampering with records. So uh, he makes an annual salary of $61,000. And right now, the let's see, the police spokesman don't want to comment on the allegations, but he could be in some big trouble. Yeah, I would hope he is in some big mm -hmm. trouble. That's uh, that's really fucked up. That is so... Uh, that's I fear that, too, like, driving around and, like, especially if it's at night. Well, I don't really drive a lot at night, but being pulled over. I've watched too many Lifetime movies and the news, but, you know, being pulled <laughs> over and, <laughs> and... Well, yeah, I think, for the most part, it, probably okay, but uh, yeah, somebody like that, you gotta take... You gotta get them off. Mm -hmm. Get them out. No. All right, finally, this story made me laugh. Uh, this is a, So there's a boy band. Have you ever heard of a boy band named Rewind? No, it sounds fake, though. It sounds like something South Park would come up with, but what is... It totally does. So it's a, it's a British boy, boy band. band. So the singer of a British boy band named Rewind... Get this. So they're a big pop group. Boy band. Like, they're all, like... Rewind. Know, like, I'm looking them up right now, yeah. They're just tiny little, little like, singing boy Brits. Oh. All right. So the lead singer of the boy band Rewind collapsed after suffering from heat exhaustion during a plane journey after he decided to wear all of the clothes from his bag in an attempt to avoid an excess baggage charge of $45. He wore Rewind's 12, not at the top of the charts, are he they? He wore 12 <laughs> layers of clothing on the plane so that he wouldn't have to pay $45. I mean, I appreciate the, the effort there. <laughs> I do. Boy band aside from it, you know, that's <laughs> a... I'm a frugal man as well. I, I can understand. I the singer was supposed to make like the, like, you know, they're like the bell of the ball. Well, I'm going to guess Rewind may not be, you know, quite well, as James successful as... James McElvar, 19 years young, is a member of the five-piece boy band Rewind. Now, he was flying on an easy jet flight from uh, Stansted, Essex, to his home of Glasgow. The Sun reports that Elvar McElvar wore 12 layers of clothing after facing the daunting additional charge of $45 for having too many bags. So what, he just he put go there in the 12, bathroom and put it all on? Put it all on. I mean, everybody does that at the airport. I think, like, you know, I'll wear too many clothes on the plane. Oh, yeah, I'll wear Sweatshirt and jacket. Sweatshirt, and like, jacket, yeah, pullover, all of it. Just some but of the then bulky you take it off stuff. And then you, you take on. it all off and use it as pillows. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the newspaper stated that McElvar became violently ill and suffered a fit with an... Uh, uh, thankfully, there was an off-duty paramedic as a passenger that was able to check on him, and you probably told him, hey, take off your 12 layers of clothes, <laughs> you're overheating. Well, the overly dramatic 19-year-old lead singer of Rewind says, I thought I was a goner and that I was having a heart attack. No, Okay, but a- if you can't figure... He also doesn't sound like the brightest, so... Yeah. All right, so he said, the woman said, either the one bag went in or uh, I had to check my bag or else we weren't getting on. The rest of the band had gone through, so I thought I couldn't give them any of the clothes. I was told I'd either have to pay 45 pounds to get it on. That's a lot of money. 45 pounds? What's What's that, like 90 bucks? No, not anymore. Uh, What is this? No, it's pretty, I'm pretty sure it's pretty evenly matched right now. Uh, Get the flight the next morning. Oh, yeah. It's much closer. Yeah. Damn, it's a good time to go to England. From right. Employment Radio goes to England. Oh, my God. Hey, anybody listening in England, I know we have a following over there. I mean, I'm not saying all of all of Great Britain listens to us, but if you uh, happen to be one of our English listeners and have any tips... Well... And you want to put us up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all in all, McElver, 19-year-old Mensa student, Rewind lead singer, McElver, wore six t-shirts, Rewind. five sweaters, three pairs of jeans, two sweatpants, two jackets, and two hats. <laughs> Did you hear the list, Greg? Again, yes, I did. And I do appreciate the uh, the effort there to avoid that feat. Six t-shirts, five sweaters, three jeans, two sweatpants, now, two jackets. Now, how does it get the jeans on over the jeans? Because unless you have baggy jeans, His wouldn't three, they? Three pairs eventually, of jeans. They wouldn't be. Yeah, I guess. Because he's in a boy band. He's wearing like little skinny man pants. Yeah, I don't know how he. Well, maybe that that's how you do it, I guess. I don't know. So maybe he like stuffed some of the jeans into the sweatpants because he was wearing sweatpants over them, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. uh, The band Rewind later tweeted of the incident. For everyone asking if James is okay, (laughs) he's being looked at after the hospital, um, looked after in the hospital now, and back home safe in Glasgow. He sends you all of his love. They are James is much better now. Still in a bitter shock, but he's recovered from last night. And the other boys are fine and home safe. Ew. Yo, don't Something refer to yourself gro- as boys. Yeah. That's so The creepy. other boys are fine. All the boys are doing real good. So I think uh, the bottom line is, well, Rewind needs to make more money. Because clearly, if this guy is about ready to die from wearing all of his clothes. Yeah. And, you know, you, yeah. Just pay the 45 pounds. Yeah, it probably should have just paid the 45 pounds. All right. That, my <laughs> friends, is your world of the crazy. Rewind the boy band. That's Isn't a, that the name of her pimp in Idiocracy? Oh, boy. Maya Rudolph's pimp? I'm pretty sure it was Rewind. Rewind pimp. Uh, maybe. I don't remember exactly. You'd have, to, you'd have to look that up. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think, though. That's not a very good name for a boy band. I could think you would come up with something better. Or at least... Is it spelled like R E W I N D or is it with like a Y? <gasps> it's upgrade. God damn it. Upgrade? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the guy's name. Yep. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Hmm. What would you name your boy band? I don't. I wouldn't have a boy band. What do you mean? My girl band? Sure, your girl my band. My human band? Sure. Yes. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I, I'm trying to think I mean, about that's it. a like, real, like, you. That would take more than like three seconds for yeah, me to would come it? up with. Okay. Yeah. What about like audio? Only it's 
a uh, let's see how would I do that? Wow, we're really just going for okay, it. Okay, no, never mind. I gotta think about it. I gotta think about it for a bit. That. Hot dogs is already being suggested. That Mm-mm. could be your your boy band, your girl band. Tater tatas. Tater tatas. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be a good stripper name though. <laughs> on the stage now, tater tata. <laughs> tater tata. <laughs> yes, that could be that would that would be a good one. <sighs> Tater tatas. <laughs> Coming up stage left. <laughs> Get your dollars out, gentlemen, for tater tatas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's perfect. Okay. That is perfect. <laughs> tater tata. What are we doing next? What am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't know. Now I'm stuck on tater tata. <laughs> <laughs> That's just perfect. There's nothing else I could do for that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, there's, I've got a little bit of little bit of ball talk. We do a little bit of ball talk here. Okay. okay. Sorry, folks. It's the holiday season, and uh, that's no excuse for. It. I'm just. I'm just kind of blank now after. All right. I think I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Special guest Tater Tata. Is it Tata or Tatas? Tatas. Tater Tatas. Tater Tatas. Okay. You're saying you're uh, you're em- emphasizing the wrong syllable. Okay. Tater Tatas. Tater Tatas. Tater Tatas. Mm-hmm. Tater Tatas. <laughs> you really latch on to this uh, one. It's it's funny. I'm sorry. It's really funny. All right. Um, in Balsock, we've got just a couple of things here. Number one, the uh, Portland Trailblazers are not doing so great. The old Blazers are sucking it up. One of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. They're fine on offense, but they can't stop anybody from scoring. Uh, losing to the Golden State Warriors by 40-something, I think, over the over the last weekend. So I'm going to guess there's going to be some pretty big trade, or not big trades. They're attempting to make trades, I'm sure, right now. And we'll see what happens over this next couple of weeks as the trade deadline comes up. It is uh, it is definitely going to. There's going to be something that happens there. Oh, a little mishmashing. A little mishmashing. I think, so. yeah, they're going to try to trade for somebody, but I don't know if anyone is going to want to trade with them. We'll see what happens. All right, moving on to ball talk. The NFL playoffs are starting to shake out, Sarah. The NFL playoffs, uh, so the Dallas Cowboys, well, New England Patriots have already clinched the number one spot for the AFC, and so they don't have to play anybody in the first round. Okay. Um, The NFC, though, the Seattle Seahawks, looks like they are going to have the number two seed, most likely, assuming they win their last two games, which they should, the number two seed in the NFC playoffs, despite having not a real great record. And there's a team in another division that has a better record than them, the New York Giants. But because of the way the divisions work, Seattle's going to get a number two seed, even though they probably don't really deserve it. No, of course But not. they won their division. Mm. So that is happening there. So the, we've got another two weeks. The playoffs start on January 7th, actually. So January 7th is when that will start for the NFL playoffs. Oh, wait. Maybe it's... Yeah, it's January seventh. Yeah, I don't know I what you're talking right. about, so I'm just. I know. I I'll see the blank look over not... there. I was well, just well, trying to give you an update. Well, if you're supposed to teach me, I can't tell you whether or not you're right or wrong. Well, I'm, I'm just... just giving you the update on what's happening with everything. I'm glad. And so that's that's your update. The NFL when is the puppy bowl happening? Up. 
Bobby Ball happens during the Super Bowl, and that is like in February, the first weekend in February. Okay, so, so we have that to look forward. Yes, but I also will be making some predictions on the college football bowl games that are going to be happening here very soon. So stay tuned for that. And if you're going to be going to Las Vegas, you can play some bets. Place some bets. All right, uh, I think that's good enough for right now. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was real good, Greg. I really like the update on when the puppy bowl was. I'm just I'm just <laughs> letting you know what's happening, letting you know what's going on in the world of the ball talk. You know what else though is something that's going on that's really incredible and a oh great place to go shopping. For Please if you are looking for a holiday present for somebody. I do like to buy holiday presents for people. Well, the place I would suggest is Next Adventure. Oh. Next Adventure. So it's it not only has an in-town location on the corner of Stark and Southeast Grand. That's correct, they do. But they also have a worldwide location via the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web, that's correct. That's the internet. nextadventure.net, and you can fulfill all of your shopping needs wherever you are. Even if you're, like, in London, England, and you'd like Greg and I to come and stay with you for a week, you can shop at nextadventure.net and buy your loved ones all the treasures they need today. I would say we have to do the exit a little bit better, though, if we're going to fly You sound like you're doing a really bad, like, Ringo Starr accent. Go to nextadventure.net. Oh, stop. I uh, go back stop into my it. Australian. You got nextadventure.net there. Do yourself a little shopping. Yeah. Or in London, England. Go to nextadventure.net, where I shop for all of my outdoor sporting needs. What is wrong with you? It's pretty spot on. It's a pretty spot on exit. Next adventure, though. Nextadventure.net. Go there and do your shopping. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yeah. Uh, tons of stuff coming up this week. We've got special guests on pretty much every day. Uh, of note, for the Christmas uh, weekend, we'll be out on Friday and Monday. Uh, we'll be out, but then back next week as usual. But mm-hmm. either way, we've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday following today. That's how days work in sequential order. Greg, I'm after so today, glad that you're able to figure out Where we'll days. be doing shows on each one of those mm-hmm. and uh, having special guests all the way. I believe tomorrow is Mr. Dan Weber. Awesome. Mr. Dan Weber in town for uh, Dan Weber. Dan Weber reads the Bible. Bible. Dan Weber reads the Bible. <laughs> Dan Weber reads the Bible. Dan Weber reads the Bible. Dan Actually, Weber say that like ten times. Dan Dan Weber reads I've the Bible. I've said it twice Dan with Weber no problem. Dan Weber reads the Bible. Dan Weber reads the Bible. Anyway, he's going to be on the show tomorrow. This is what Greg sounds like so he's having a breakdown. Join us then. <laughs> I think that's about it, though, for right now. Uh, I did promise a giveaway today, and I will do that giveaway tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. You got a good we'll one. Do that. Yes, indeed. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Employment Radio. Like us on Facebook and follow us on YouTube. Watch the recap of all of the Bingo Night stuff on Facebook right now. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>